0: If you're a different person selling a different thing, how is this going to be different for you? How is their template, their process, is it going to work? Can you think through this? So what you really want to do now, how can you revisit and reshape their template in a way that plays to your strengths? You are listening to the High Growth Founders Podcast, where we give you unfiltered truth and ideas about accelerating the growth of your startup and becoming the founder you were born to be. No fluff, no games, just straight to business. I'm your host, Casey Jones. Through my career as a coach, consultant, advisor, and mentor, I've worked with hundreds of founders on their go-to-market strategy, building an authentic personal brand, and growing as a leader. You are here for one thing, growth. And this show is dedicated to helping founders accelerate growth, period. We will dive into not only the best strategies that are working today, but discuss the biggest mistakes and failures that industry leaders have made in the past so you don't have to. So kick back, relax, and let's get into the show. okay, does this sound familiar? Have you ever um, bought a, a course, an ebook, or just read in a blog somebody else's process for doing things, followed their template to a T and it totally blew up in your face or just had completely underwhelming results. And then you realize like, well, that didn't work. Well, this happens a lot. Especially for those of us that don't fit into a neat little box in terms of our business or our product niche. So, we're going to dive into why. Why do templates not work so much of the time? And how do you actually take them, learn from them, use them to your advantage, and build something that does work for you? There's a really simple, simple, not easy, simple process that you can use to learn from these templates, use them to your advantage, and not let them back you into a corner that ultimately sets you up to fail. So if this sounds familiar, if you have been stuck in this situation in the past, keep listening because I'm going to break it down for you. All right, let's talk about templates. So In our business, we're always looking for a shortcut, right? We want to improve, we want to move faster and we want to learn from others, right? We don't want to learn everything from scratch. We know that a faster way of doing it is going to be to look at what other people have done before us and copy or steal their process so that we can move a little faster. And sometimes, you know, there's templates of all kinds, right? So I've taken, I've bought Courses and ebooks and things like that that teach the templates and process of, I don't know, doing running Facebook ads to do webinars to sell products or services. I've used templates to on how to productize my service based business. I've used templates to do write emails, to create content, to write threads on Twitter. Um, posts on LinkedIn. I mean, there's a million ways that we see templates out there. Sometimes it's even, you know, you sign up for a project management tool or even a tool like Airtable, and they have all of these templates of processes and they can help. They can be informative in terms of helping you think through, oh, okay, that's how they use this thing. That's how they do it. And then you make it your own. But what I think is really interesting when we buy things like courses for unmarketing processes or even email templates or social media templates, we have a tendency to stick way too closely to the template. Right. And if you even think about what comes to mind when you think template, what you're really doing is it's just straight copying and you might replace like a word here or there um, so that it matches what you're doing or what you're talking about or who you are. But you you stick really closely to what the expert is telling you to do. And what I have learned over and over and over again is that for me, templates don't work. They just don't. And I used to think, oh, it's because I'm not following it closely enough. But what I realized is, no, it's that. And we talked about this actually in the recent episode I did about a personal brand theme versus a niche. Oftentimes, the templates, the people that built the templates are selling or using them for a very, very specific niched use case. And a lot of us don't have that. A lot of us sell slightly more complex things to slightly more complex audiences. And sure, I bet there's an argument to be made that we just haven't done the work to niche down enough. Maybe, maybe. But what I've learned time and time again is that the templates don't work for me. What I do, what I sell, the kind of value that I provide is more layered, is a little more complex. It doesn't fit into a neat little box in the way that a lot of these templates really require. So what we're going to talk about is how do you take templates and make them work for you? Okay. If you can't use them right out of the box, how do you actually use them to your advantage? Because we do want that shortcut. We do want to learn from these people that have been there and done that before us, right? So how do you do this? And I think this is one of, this is something you can use in so many different aspects of your business because it comes up a ton, It's how do you steal like an artist, right? How do you use it effectively, but still authentically, right? Without robbing you or your business of what makes you different. So let's break this down. So first and foremost, okay, let's say you you take this template and what I want you to do is study it, deconstruct it. So first look at who the person is or the company or whoever is kind of sharing their method with you, I want you to look and see who they are. Where are they coming from on this? How have they used this before? Oftentimes we're looking at, and especially if you're a solopreneur, we're looking at like, you know, Justin Welsh, this is how he sold $1.2 million of eBooks or whatever. What you really want to do is you want to look at, okay, who are they? what makes them unique what are their strengths what is the nature of their business what they're selling how do they differentiate who is their audience who are they selling to and get really really clear about these different kind of considerations that make up this overarching situation cuz oftentimes well we'll get to why in just a second but really like get super detailed about it everything you can think about of Who this is, what they're selling, and who they're selling it to. If you're listening to this show, I know you care about growth growth of the revenue and even better, the profits of your business, growth of the freedom and autonomy in your life, and growth of yourself as a founder. And you are exactly who I created the High Growth Founders newsletter for. When you subscribe every week, you get an email with simple, actionable advice to help you be the high growth founder you were meant to be. No BS, no fluff, just the strategies, tactics, and resources I've learned that help you grow your business and yourself as a founder. So go to newsletter.highgrowthfounders.com and subscribe today. Next, now deconstruct the template or the process. So if they're saying like, hey, I did it this way, deconstruct this. Okay. What did they do? How did they do it? And can you figure out why it worked? Okay. There's going to be certain very specific things about what they're banking on. I'm going to use the Justin Welsh example again. His big thing is he says, He prices things really low so that he can sell a ton of them. But that requires a very big audience. And it also means you're not going to be selling more complex things. You're not going to do that in an ebook, right? It's too hard. And in my view, it is much easier to get 10 people to pay you $1,000 than it is to get 100 people to pay you $100. So something to think about. So now... Now that you've kind of broken this down, you've deconstructed who they are and the thing that they did and why it worked. Now, deconstruct who you are. How are you similar to them and how are you different? So what are the things that they did that are aligned with who they are? Again, I'm, I'll give you the Justin Welsh example. He grew an audience really really quickly, so he had a big audience to sell to. And yeah, He's grown that tremendously as he's been selling. But when he first launched his product, he still had a ton of followers, hyper-engaged followers on LinkedIn. So your ability to do something similar, especially at that low ticket, it's just gonna be different. Also, he's got that like very masculine bro vibe and he was selling a lot to salespeople and he's done very well in these sort of masculine bro industries. So you also have to think about that. Like if you're a different person selling a different thing, how is this gonna, how is this gonna be different for you? How is their template, their process? Is it going to work? Can you think through this? So what you really wanna do now, now that you've kind of deconstructed them in their situation, now you've deconstructed you and your situation, how can you revisit and reshape their template in a way that plays to your strengths? right? So if you think about, hey, you know what, my audience is smaller. So maybe what you want to do is instead of trying to go big selling a ton of low ticket products, maybe you think, you know what, because of that, my audience is really engaged. They love what I'm doing. There's just fewer of them. So you think, you know what, I'm not going to sell this really low ticket ebook instead of that, I'm going to sell a much more high touch Group coaching program that goes deeper into these things, charges more, and builds more of a relationship. Or I'll give you an example. I've learned, inadvertently, kind of giving you my own example. I've learned that my strength really comes in the much more sort of personal side of things. So I can make a lot more money when I am really engaging more closely with people. And I've just learned that I'm going to do better in smaller groups, and in higher touch sales processes. Like I will do better selling fewer things at a higher dollar amount. But the whole idea here is to think through, okay, what worked about what they do? And will that work for you given your situation? And how can you change it to make it work more effectively for you. So it's the whole idea is, can you build something that delivers a similar outcome, but maybe it uses a different mechanism, right? Maybe instead of it being on LinkedIn, it's on TikTok, or maybe it's a different style or structure, right? Think about how do you deliver a similar outcome, but using a mechanism, a style, an approach that is more authentic to you. And this is why it is so incredibly important to do that work of knowing sort of your theme, knowing what differentiates you, not just in the personal brand side, but as a business. What makes you different and how do you lean into that and play those strengths and making sure that you are not trying to use an approach and a strategy that relies on certain characteristics, certain advantages that you do not have. So this requires deconstructing them, deconstructing their process and being incredibly self-aware about who you are, what you do well, where you've got some limitations and building something that plays to your strengths instead of to somebody else's. I hope this helps I think about this stuff a lot because I have tried so many templates that then do not work for me. And it took me so long to figure out why. But let me know if this resonates. Let me know if this is something that you have dealt with in the past. P.S. This is why I think it is complete another BS, the vast amount of templates that are being sold on Twitter. It's all being sold by rich, bro dudes who... I just get the feeling like everything's kind of been easy for them. And so for the rest of us, it just doesn't work for us. (laughs) So this is partly why, and by the time this goes live, I think the, our course will have it launched yesterday. Yes. But so if you are interested We will do this again. We're going to do it once a quarter, but check it out. Again, I'll include it in the show notes. Erica Schneider and I on Twitter are raging against the use of templates and our social writing bootcamp um, kind of goes into this in detail. Check it out. We will be doing this on a regular basis and... You don't make it in the first one. I bet we're going to make improvements. So maybe the second one will be even better. But check it out because truly, templates in general, they do not work for the vast majority of us. So you got to figure out okay, how do I use them to my advantage? And how do I make a version that works specifically for me instead of trying to follow somebody else and just sounding like them? Okay, again. Thank you. Hope this resonates. Hope this helps in love and growth. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the High Growth Founders Podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show of whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. Much like this show, I love getting into the good, the bad and everything in between, so please feel free to express yourself in the reviews of the show. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we are all here to learn from one another. So please, if this episode made you think of a founder who is leveling up in their business, take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're looking for some help identifying where you have the most opportunity to grow your startup or yourself, take my growth audit at a slash growth audit. You'll answer some questions about your business and yourself as a leader that will shed some light on where you can improve. Plus, you'll have the chance to book some time with me to talk through your results. Okay, that's what I've got. In love and growth, I am out of here. See you next time.